Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thomas House. We hope everybody's doing tremendous. <laughs> you had a great week. We are one child down. Set one to go. <laughs> so, I don't know, is that a thing? <laughs> one down, one to go. Harlan's asleep in here, so and by in here, <laughs> I guess you know what that means. He's on our couch. So we had to bring the podcast upstairs so we can supervise him. We don't have baby monitors or anything. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Even when... We we never used them. Like, never had like the east wing or the west wing. Like, we didn't have multi-floors, though. Well, and I think people use them, like they keep their kids' doors closed at night and so they can see if they're Oh, really they don't just the, pile in the bed with them? No. That's not a thing. <laughs> like, how did... I don't know. I can almost pinpoint both children when they started sleeping with us. It's it's Charlie weird. got sick. Yeah. And then it became a thing. Her ear infections and stuff. Yeah. And then as soon as Harlan was able to when the rails came off of his crib. Yeah. It was like he did good when he was in his crib, but Christina P was talking about this on her podcast and one of her kids, her boys share a room. And so the youngest one has started to come out at night and she's afraid he's going to like wander around the house, not necessarily get in bed with them. Like and, sleepwalk? Um, I think just like go out and play or something. Uh-oh. Yeah. And so, you know, they, she was asking for advice. Like, what do you do? Because he climbs everything. <laughs> so they're like, they double gate it and they put like, there's a gate, like a baby gate on the bottom and a baby gate above that one um, that they they pull close if if he does but like just the threat of that is so far keeping him in his bed like yeah threats are amazing yeah i mean i operate a lot on guilt (laughs) i don't think you're supposed to but guilting charlie can't really do that with harlan no can't really even threaten him he's fearless and doesn't Uh, care at all what we have to say (laughs) he's unbothered it's What's strange right now is like the passing of the torch from, even though summer's not technically over, 
like seasonally. It's dead for us. Yeah, the the break is is like, over. Well, I never had a break, but <laughs> the summer routine. Yeah, yeah, lack of routine. Which it seems it's so fucking stupid, but like just yesterday, it was in school. Me and Charlie were getting ready to go to mm-hmm. Florida. Boom, in your mouth, it's over. <laughs> I feel like I was thinking of this the other day, like. We talked, and we, we've said this before on the podcast and before. We know that the first, the last week of July into the first weeks of August, my anxiety is ramping. My attitude's a little snippier. And I'm, just, I'm a little more stressed, uh, trying to balance everything. And If I could hide a recording device on you. Oh, am I that bad? No, just I oh. think it'd be, it'd be funny. <laughs> just, and this year's a little bit more difficult um, managing childcare and stuff has been hard. So anyway, we, we've talked about that and we're like, we're going to be ready. You know, like there are these things that we know to expect because it's August. Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm like a little bummed out by that, like tired of like that rhythm. Like it always comes around. Yes. Because you know, it's always going to, and we're always going to get like our hopes up that, like we always get our hopes up that it's summertime. We're going to do all these things, which this year I feel like yeah, was, we, we did a lot. Yeah. I had a lot more hopes that I would get more things done around the house. <laughs> you can't do it makes that. Makes one of us. <laughs> can't really do that with the kids. Um, but then like September comes and every weekend we're busy with something. And then and it's like, oh, here's October. It's like spooky season. We're going to do these things and have fall and your fall expectations. And fall in Kentucky sucks. Like the first week of it's October. Hot. It's hot. as hell. I think it's cold. So then you're like visiting the pumpkin patches, sweating to death. Yeah. Not getting to wear your cute fall sweaters or any of that shit. And I start kind of getting into a... I think school gets really heavy for me at that time. I have theories why, but it gets really heavy for me then at my job. And then like, we're just like, Oh, the madness between November and December and stuff. So it's always this cycle, right? Like I could, I could write it down. Circadian rhythm. Wait, that's sleep. Uh, I think you, no, I think you have like rhythm. Circadian rhythms. So like that begs the, like, are we stuck? Is it stuck or are, is that what we do? I mean, it's our choice. It's the the lifestyle choice that we've made. <sighs> like, should like I don't know. They were talking about this on the Glennon. What what would make it different? Like, I don't know. If you had a year round school, just a couple week breaks um, here and there. Maybe I don't know. Or then you never like you're never coming back. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, you you're, it's never a, a start and stop. Yeah, I w- and I wonder what that's like because my job is centered around for you know, and I'm not opposed to a year round schedule. I know a lot of people are, but I'm not. Um, I have always, I mean, my whole life, my whole life has been this schedule, this rhythm, this pattern. Mm-hmm. What is it like for other people? You know, like me. Um. Yeah. <laughs> But still, like, I feel like you're a part of this rhythm, too, because you're in this with us. Yeah, but I'm not on the day-to-day that you are. Yeah. Like, Friday nights, inevitably, from here on out, I am going to be just zonked. Like, it's so hard. <laughs> and then I wake up Saturday to try to get all the shit done that I can possibly done. Whether it's 
school stuff or house stuff or like me stuff in between the kids. Sounds like you got a lot of stuff. I do have a lot of stuff. The kids doing things and then Sunday, you like mentally, you're like, you got to prepare for the week. Are the groceries here? Do we need a meal prep? Let's go visit family. We have nothing to wear. And then <laughs> you're back at it again. Like, I hate that. So. How do you change it though? Like. Well, okay. Better being better prepared. I don't know. Just quit my job. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So I was listening to, to Glennon today or last night when I was forced to go to the gym. We'll talk about that later. Um, she was talking about quitting. It was a whole podcast about quitting and how people like we all have that dream that we quit our job and like run off to some island to and live Haiti. this. Yeah, and live this completely off the grid, unregulated type of life. But I would even think then there has to be some sort of rhythm to that. Like you get stuck in a pattern. It's funny you say that me and my young Padawan Cody had this discussion at work. Like if you won a billion dollars, what would what would you do? Start a school. I, I told him that. That I would do that? Yeah. Like it like you have to have some type of motivation or something to do with your time to occupy yourself to uh, make it worthwhile. Purpose. Purpose. It's all about Yeah. That. I'm okay with it with not much purpose. <laughs> like I just need a little purpose. I just about spit out my drink. When you like said checking that. the mail. That's purpose, it. Purpose. <laughs> yeah. That's about you know. Nothing else. I don't like. There's no existential. I guess maybe that's it. I overthink, and that's a part of it too. Is like, are you just overthinking this? Do people go through their lives and don't think about these things? They don't worry about their purpose, and are you? Yeah, deeply, I'm not. Oh, what's it I'm like? Not, um, Does it ever come up? And what do you do? I'm just like tired put, a lot. <laughs> you just push it down. No, I mean, I don't like. There's obvi- obviously purpose in parenting and purpose in True. my marriage, and and but if you take away vocation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard I'm something. I'm not striving to be anything other than that. Like when you, tan, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I'm not I'm down with that. You know, like, there's like the impact I want to make is in in my small circle. Okay, you know, I dig that. That's I think that's that's good. Like that that and there's you know, thoughts and beliefs out there if that if you focus and concentrate on changing that, your home, your kids, into a better place, you can ultimately change. Some Jordan Peterson stuff there. Is that? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Didn't intend for that to happen. Uh, you can Why change. do you like Jordan Peterson? Um, he's he's got on my nerves lately. It's the whole coming off of Xanax. And Maybe that. it's that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about him right now. I'm really undecided on him. I'll have to TBA on that. Still pretty smart. I mean, you can be smart and not be likable. So anyway, you can kind of change. You you focus there. You change. You do have a bigger impact on the world around you. Allegedly. Mm, but I don't care much about it. <laughs> so what? I mean, and maybe, maybe I would. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? But anyway. Uh, I read somewhere, heard somewhere, like if you introduce yourself to somebody and like your occupation 
comes up like in your description of yourself, that's not healthy. Yeah. I usually lie. What? I don't know. I've always done. I don't. <laughs> Wait, what? Like with strangers. Yeah. I've worked on garbage trucks, construction worker. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I am just handy to strip club too. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Right I'm just now? yeah. In, in general, I'm like with strangers. Like with, okay, hold on. When is the last time you have lied about your occupation? Mm, I don't know. When's the last time you've been to a strip club? Shit. I guess that's a question I need to be asking. Oh, that's a long time ago. Okay. Uh. No, I mean, just like in small, like with people I'll never see again. <laughs> Sometimes a... at the gym. What? Like people. In... <laughs> You'll see them again, though. They, but they don't know me outside of there. <laughs> oh, it's none of their business. It's such a weird thing to do. So, yeah, I'm not, my identity is not associated with my job. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing. I, I, it's always been that way. I had no idea. I feel like that's, there's something there. I want to know more about that. Well, it's like we were talking the other day. If you scroll back through the episodes, it's an episode titled Pipe Bomb. We talked about the day that that happened at work when somebody brought a pipe bomb. Yes. And then I casually had it in my backpack. and Yes. And never told me about it. But that that routine, mundane, like... To other people that would, like, to you, that's interesting. To me, it's just another day. I find my very boring job interesting, though. And I tell you about, like, all the details. Yeah, but, uh, like, I don't I don't know if all the details. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not that you give a shit, but I tell you anyway. Yeah, but and it's not that. It's, there. maybe I don't care enough. Hmm. I do. I'm going to dig into this more. This is interesting. I just... <laughs> Didn't realize you lied to people about your occupation. I'm taking it back. Yeah. It's a, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever lied to anybody about like in small talk. Like I've withheld information. I don't even talk about giving them the wrong name sometimes. What? Just making up my name. <laughs> this is so wild. What would your name be? Oh my God. What would your name I be? I don't know. Bill. No, you don't look like a Bill at all. Xavier. <laughs> No. What's your name, bro? Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know. You are so fascinating. It, you think so? Like I don't. All I've known you, but my whole part, life. like that's, but like I'm boring. You know, it's not. I don't think you're boring. I think you're so interesting. It, to, to get those stories out, where it's meaningful it's like when you're around your circle of friends and you mm-hmm. bring up all the times you've had together to other people it's not like it's an inside joke thing you okay. know it doesn't it doesn't apply to like if we're talking about our core friend group and the stuff we've done like it's hard to bring other people into that and then and them understand the okay. stories we're telling them that same thing at work but I, I like it doesn't think, have a universal reach. Like sure. you've got to be part of the fraternity to to re, like to but get if, it. If you just like listed you as out like a resume, like like who you are, what you've been involved in. I started at Rumkey back in 02. You did not actually. <laughs> you did not. 
like, you know, you left school. Mm-hmm. You go into KSP at 18 years old. 19. Sorry. You know, you're dispatching. And, and wh- while those stories may not resonate with people or that occupation, though. Yeah. Like, you're in that world, and then you move to this other job within KSP, all while, I mean, you have this fabulous wife. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Kids, so you're parenting, doing that. But you also do your, you know, you started an entire social media thing for local amateur MMA. Oh, yeah, I did do that. Yeah. And you... I sold it to a publicly traded company. You interviewed a gazillion people and spent Mm -hmm. time doing that. You started that. You figured out podcast. You have two podcasts. Like, that's... That's pretty cool. Like, as far as hobbies go, thank God you don't fucking golf or some shit. I know. Or hunt. Ugh. But I have went through phases. Or fit. Like, you have. You've done those things. You don't fish. Like, there are guys, that's what they do. They get, like. I know. They, I can't do that. Yeah. I just want you to camp, though, if I could get that on your radar mm. of shit that you do. I saw a meme that said, what if camping was just two guys who wanted to have a sleepover? They just want to do it outside. <laughs> That's what I want this one. Miss Pat says it's just you like hanging out pretending you're poor for a weekend. (laughs) But I mean, you have like that's interesting, right? I mean, who I don't know. And it's funny because David and I talked about this on our other podcast, and we talked about last week. There's a bunch of people that the majority of the people that listen to that podcast, I I don't know who they are. Mm hmm. And it's odd to me that people would want to listen to me talk. Mm-hmm. And it's in a, 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 like when I was doing the MMA thing, it, this too is like a niche thing. Bourbon, not so much because it's pretty universally mm-hmm. loved. But as far as like media for that, like you, you yeah. find this little, little dark spot on the internet. Yeah. And people find you like it's not like we were social media darlings and started a podcast and already, right. already had a following. Like, start out with zero people listening, yeah, and it has built momentum over time. That's Just good. like this, like our friends obviously would listen to this, but then, like, you see other people from other countries and yeah, you know, Wild. random people like former students and, yeah. and you see like people like hey. People I work and, with. and when people are like, hey, man, listen to your podcast, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> what I say? What I say? What a thank you. You know, but I'm thinking like. Now what are you going to do when people meet you at the gym? They think your name's Bill and you work for, no. you're a, I don't know, whatever you say you are. Construction worker? Really? What if they ask you questions, Gary? You couldn't find the hammer that is in our but house. But it's small talk. Like, in, you know, but then there's the so maybe that's regular how, people that I know. That's at how the I'm gym. doing small talk wrong because I don't talk to anybody. I hate talking to people. The opportunity to, to make stuff up. Can't I can't do that on the spot. I was always horrible at fiction, so I just don't talk. <laughs> I'm so much better with kids and students. <laughs> so that's how you've been mastering small talk this whole time. You just lie. I just ramble and. How about that local sports team? And 
Don't see. I don't the, even know so the, like the problem is at one time I could talk sports and things and I can't now. Yeah, like I'm not like my favorite football team is the Philadelphia Eagles, and I had to ask David McKinney like, who's their quarterback now? Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, what do you think? Is it just not having time to watch that, or just no interest? It, yeah, it's. We don't have cable. <laughs> it's not even that. Like, because with Twitter and social media, you can get the score of the game, find out what's going on. Yeah. But I just. I will say this: I was at the gym, and I uh, some the Reds were playing, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, there are people that, and there's lots of people that I'm friends with on social media that are huge Reds fans. My people in my family, are huge Reds fans. Like that's something. And maybe I'm wrong about this, but like right now, today, if I said, you know what, I want to be a huge Reds fan, the amount of work that right. goes into learning everything that I would need to learn, because you, you can't just even learn like... Well, a lot of it's built on nostalgia and growing up that yes. way and like your condition yes. to like, like for you, UK basketball. Right, right. That for me, that wasn't a thing in my house. Right. I was more associated with... The NBA. Yeah. My mom loved the Chicago Bulls. We had WGN out of Chicago, who at the time, this was before, you know, only a couple channels played. I love that your mom loved the Bulls. Oh, yeah. Like, the <clears throat> vivid memory. All right? And you can Google this. I and, think we've and, talked about this before. Yeah. The the night Christian later killed yeah. every Kentucky fan. I have a totally different association with that. I can see my dad in the floor like... Like melting. Yeah, that happened during halftime of the Bulls game. Yeah. Just before halftime, B.J. Armstrong hit like almost a half-court shot. That's so crazy. And then just we just happened to flip it over and see that. Yes. I was like, oh, okay, Kentucky lost back to the Bulls. So it's so, like that's such an interesting, like there are things that people can jump into and learn as a yeah. hobby, but I don't think there are. So like the whole last dance, the whole. Uh, yeah. Like I lived through that. Like yeah. I, I was. Have you watched Craig that? Hodge. I've watched pieces of it, but like, you know, when that was being, never saw the behind the scenes. I just saw what happened. You think like sixty four Bulls games were mm-hmm. on every year on WGN? Yeah. Never got into the NBA very much. A little bit in college, but. And you know. so, but now I don't like. Ask me anything about ninety sports, and I'm. <laughs> Pretty you're good. good, yeah. You're good. <laughs> you can hang in there. Much after that, it's, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like, I've, I've never, my fandom stuff is, is all weird. It's very fragmented. Yeah. And what you do, I like, don't have any fandom. Like, when it comes to entertainment, to, like, with bourbon. Like, the weird spots i find myself on the internet mm-hmm. like theme parks yeah you know yeah i don't know see i think that's interesting about you i don't i don't like i have nothing i'm a teacher and i really pour my heart and 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 identity into that and my and from there comes a different shoots of uh knowledge well your audience is way different than yeah the general people that i meet well, and I would then, say the majority of the people I meet never think twice about me, and I never see them again. Yeah, even on the like on the phone at work. 
Well, I think from, but, uh, like, but like, I have the best customer service voice. People tell me that all the time. About me? No, me. Yeah. So but, fake. Yeah, I'm so fake. That's when you said, um, we had open house the other night mm-hmm. and Courtney was like, 100% when you retire, you have got to go work in like customer service or be a Walmart greeter. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, hey, hey y'all, what y'all so, doing? Has a family? Has your mom? Has their mom in them? Um, because like I can sw- code switch really well into that. Yeah. Um, I just I was taught to that. I grew up a Round County speech kid. You know, like that's what we were taught to do. But um, I think you, I have to be able to have a lot of different angles and interest and I can just I don't have enough like to know everything because I have to be able to like connect with a lot of different types a lot of different personalities in my life but regarding my customer service voice and that you sent me a text saying can I observe you in class yes and I'm like oh yeah absolutely and then I started thinking like as I'm going through the motions of how I am in class and I'm like you would flame on me so hard because I get so like I mean, I'm in it, like I'm in that moment, yeah. I'm hippie, and like, I love that idea, that's such a good idea, yeah. Like, the the voice I use there is very Not different. the voice you use with me? Or Charlie, or our kids, like, <laughs> at all, somewhat with Harlan, but. Just the way that people interact in general, depending on, like, what they do mm-hmm. for their job, or what how they were raised, or whatever. Yeah. Like you, you, you see some people, and you know, like they're not going to talk. Like there's no talking to strangers. Like there, there's plenty of people that I've said hi to and stuff that just nod their head and mm-hmm. go on. Mm-hmm. But I've always had this like talk to me thing plastered on my forehead. I don't have the talk to me thing. I have to like tell me the most uncomfortable thing about yourself or unique thing in the smallest amount of time that we've known each other. Yeah. I get that too. Like reveal this, like I've been places in like the first 10 minutes, like people are telling me about like their, um, irritable bowel syndromes, like in seconds. And I'm like, okay. Oh, I've Um, heard of that. Or I'll never forget where, I can't remember what we were doing or where we were going, but we were in like a cab situation or an Uber situation. We were with like a different couple and this woman just like the minute she finds out I'm a teacher, a high school teacher, it was like all of these problems she'd been having with her son and her son's problems and everything. And then like devolved into like marital problems. And we are talking like an eight minute. Was I with you? Yes. I want to have to really think hard about where we were going and what was happening. But like, it was seconds of meeting this person, (laughs) seconds of meeting this person. I was like, that was a lot of information and I'll go with it and be really like, into, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. that's where my like teacher, um, therapy information that I consume all the time and all my books and, and, um, readings and articles and all of this stuff, trauma informed information. Like I'll bust that stuff out. Yeah. Right. That's all I got. That's- so I can go there with you. Couldn't tell you shit about the Cincinnati Reds. Right? Yeah. So, but when I find something I'm interested in, I'm I, I'm all in. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, our kids definitely get that from you. Yes, so much so. And I, I, 
I don't know. It's I don't know that I knew actors and actresses and musicians as well as Charlie knows those things now. Mm-hmm. And given the the way that people consume media now, how she can get on Spotify and, and listen to anybody she wants, the fact that she devotes so much time to that in getting to know those Didn't people. Didn't have to make a mixtape or nothing. It's just right. there for Right. The B side. Then you have the, to like read the the magazines to find like the Rolling yeah. Stone or stuff to find out those secret things about people. Those you can just find out on a TikTok or somebody's made Wikipedia. a video. Wikipedia, right? Pisses me. Yeah, off. None of that stuff was about like you had to read, like you said, magazines mm-hmm. or like yeah. the the foldouts inside the yeah. CDs. And there was a um, skateboarder. On Christina P's podcast, and he was talking about how, like, when the 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 VHSs, the videos or DVDs would drop, and you would have to wait like six months to get like that skateboarding DVD mm-hmm. or skateboarding VHS or whatever it was, and how that was like a huge deal. And you would the magazines would come out like saying it's coming and stuff, but now it's yeah. like gobs of content every single day yeah. of people skateboarding and stuff. So it's so like. There's just so much out there that you can consume yourself with and get into. And I don't know if that's better. Um, I don't think it's, I don't know. I mean, there's more opportunity. Yeah. But too much is, maybe it can be overwhelming. I don't know. Mm. But we are settling down into our, this crazy routine. I was going to say settles a really weird word to use it. We're getting into it, kicking and screaming and screwing it up every five seconds. Mm, yeah. take, it will take me forever to, we strive. It'll be court days by then. We strive for this routine, yeah. but we're so bad at it. I, you know, I've been open about wanting to be more organized and, yeah, and I, I have to be. Yeah. Like if I like now, you got you got school. Yeah. P.S. Update on my school. Still haven't done my homework. I think it's due at the end of this month. Two of my classes have unlocked. Ooh, ooh. how you doing in school? Passed my first quiz. Proud of you. That's tough stuff. It was about online etiquette. <laughs> or. <laughs> Shall I say netiquette? Netiquette. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have you had to take like a plagiarism I test yet? I didn't even. I didn't even read the modules. I just oh took my the test. god! And you passed it. One hundred percent. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. It was like one of them was like, um, create a word document, write your name, um, write your name, and I mean, you'd be surprised at yeah. Yeah. And then upload it, save it, and then in, an, in another exercise, we'll ask you to upload it. Mm. So that was one of the quizzes, like, write that and learn how to save it. I was like, okie dokie. And like I said, when I went to the orientation, they're like, oh, you've already got all. I was like, yeah. I'm- well, let me say this. When when thinking about and, and just working with students, we have a huge population of of kids in this generation that can operate anything off of an app and through their phone. Right. When it comes time to do some of those other more academic 
um, applications on a computer, they can't. They cannot. Like, like, how many I'm kids? That, I am 21 years removed from taking I know. fucking anything. I did. I mean, and there are so many things. What blows my mind? And I want to already take the quizzes for these classes now. What blows my mind is. I am as old as I am, and I don't reach out for people to to help me right. do things. I, I'm working with a lot of new um, employees, new teachers and stuff, and they're like, how do I do this? How do I do that? When I tell you, I would have I would have eaten glass before I asked anybody to help me. Yeah. It is not a healthy response for me to not ask for help on anything because right. I should be able to ask for help, but I suck at it. Like I'm too shy in some regard. Really? It's not shyness. I don't want to bother people. I just assume that nobody has time for me. I am. I hate asking for help. I, I finally made a big girl call and and did that last week. I just made like well, I thought, I've be done honest. this for seventeen you, years. You can't say no. I can't. I can't. I can say no. Usually in the form of I just won't answer you. That's not cool. That's not. Cool. I, I mean, that's not cool, Bill. <laughs> Call me Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> but there's got to be an expectation as an adult that you can. I'm if, getting those boundaries, though. I'm getting better. I'm, I know yeah. that to the outsider, they're like, you are a train wreck. But I have come leaps and bounds from where I was. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. And I, I'm I, proud of you. I, I tried to explain that to the new teachers and stuff and some of the new people I was working with that... You know, I have to develop these boundaries and, you know, I'm going to do my best. But it, when it's it's time to go, it's time to go, you know. It, it, when I think about the stuff, that, like in my job, that matters uh-huh. and the problems and troubles that people have never, never came across my plate to worry about. Or, you know what I mean? Like right. some, Like some of the, I don't know. And maybe that's the chiseled 21 year veteran of public service but it's i don't know it was really precious seeing like our new people how hard they i mean they've been working so hard and i was like who taken back to those moments of like mm-hmm. they don't know what things are a priority yet yeah and so everything's and i'm i can't talk because i still struggle with some of those issues but i do have the ability to do okay it's the first day of school um my one of my bulletin boards is complete. The other one is not. It's going to be okay. Like, it's covered. I don't have anything up on it yet, right? Well, are, are you a second grade teacher? Well, you got finding Nemo on the bulletin board or what's going on? <laughs> so, last year, I did nothing to this room. Nothing at all. It's I, a big room. I was it, up there. Yeah. So, I, I almost broke Abby's desk. You did. I'm still, like, really nervous because somebody was leaning on it the other day. I was like, hey, step back a Probably little bit. Probably not the best thing to have as a desk, to be honest. I have a card catalog as a desk. Yeah, and it weighs a 1,000 pounds. It does. It's so heavy. So, my super secret naughty thing that I did to get this desk, it was sitting out behind one of the schools. In a dumpster. Beside the dumpster. And I think it was going to go to surplus. Mm-hmm. And it was in a transition time between like principals at two different schools. And I was leaving one school and going to the other. And I saw this and somebody just like took me off like, you won't believe this furniture is back there. I was like, the card catalog? I love the card catalog. And I had been really digging stand-up desks at this time. And kind of just piecing together my old 
own janky stand-up desk with like bookshelves and stuff. So I saw this. Somebody told me about it. In my head, it was smaller. Like I was like, how'd you get it up there? Hold on, that to be. Let me finish. So I realized I can't load this thing up. I can't even pretend to load this thing up. So I go get a piece of paper with letterhead on it. And I write a note that says, please move to, uh, please move to room. And I put my room number on it. Thanks. And I scribbled something that looked like a signature Mm -hmm. and I left it. And it showed up. And I was like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If not, it's not. And then I went to my room and it was laying on its side like a week later. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and so he was like, hey, we got that big, like it took us four people to get there. Then I felt bad. It's like, oh my God, it's so heavy. I right. didn't know how heavy it was. And then we, and I think in that first move is when that leg kind of got um, damaged. But I love, love that piece of furniture because it's so unique. I can stand up. It's huge. It has all kinds of little drawers that I put all my little school supplies in. And every year I get to tell kids what it is because they don't know what it is. They and don't so know then, what the card catalog is. No. And so then I tell them how I used to you research. Never watched Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, they, they don't know. They don't. They, they don't know that's what it is. Yeah. They don't know what that is. What, I tell them how in seventh grade, mom would drop me off at the library at Morehead State. And I would research for my public speeches for speech and drama team. And I would have to use the a combination between the card catalog and these books, the periodicals. And I would use those books and the books would tell me what magazines were available at the library. And I would go find the actual magazines and that whole process of research. So, and I'm like, so when you can't tell me you can't freaking find anything on Google, I want to throat punch you. Do you understand? Oh, the joys of being back to work for Abby. So I do. So I say that I did nothing to my room last year. I moved into this other room. There was like a few posters on the wall. I left them. They were 0% my personality whatsoever. Um, I've gone through different phases of decorating and stuff. So I wanted to just make it a cool, calm, peaceful room. Brought my plants up in there. And I think it's really important to have a welcoming space i mean we spend a lot of time in there these kids will be there every single day this year in my room so i want it pretty finding nemo it's not finding nemo bob the builder it's like college dorm room boho something this was a topic abby wanted to sneak in about decorating college dorm rooms like no it's it's a that's a thing now yeah but i don't want i don't i mean if i had to decorate say i had it Okay, you had a whole trailer by yourself that you didn't decorate. Your mom and granny did. Yeah, I didn't have. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I could give. A, a, you decorate a, your office. How do you decorate your office? Well, stuff that you give me. Like, <laughs> you got your UFC stuff. Is that still up there? Yeah, I've got uh, posters up there. Like I'm 12. <laughs> I've got a Keeneland print that kevin alley gave me he's about to throw it away i was like i'll keep it put it on the wall oh a little hoarder <laughs> just you know i got picture charlie came to the office she's like damn why do you still have that picture and it was the little determination thing that you made i love that picture yeah. i so. love that picture of her it's a good one for a while oh shit 
Oh, shit. It just hit me. What? That picture was in our theme unit forever in eighth grade at McNabb. And up until a few years ago, I think they're still using it. <laughs> She's going to shit. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. I'm texting maybe, everybody today. Maybe they won't realize it's her. I don't know that they do because it's new teachers. And there was a whole yeah. unit we did. And I, d- I had a gallery walk. And you look at all these different pictures with no words on them. They still do the stuff you left there? Yes. Um, and so I don't know if they do that or not anymore. I mean, there's new teachers. Surely to God they've changed that. But one of the activities we did, they would use pictures of Charlie. Because the kids said, I've seen your daughter before. And I was like, where? And they're like... We did this lesson and Charlie's picture was in it. And I was like, I'm not even there anymore. (laughs) It's so weird. But the theme is determination, kids, if you want the answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, my God. I hope that happens. She will die. So Charlie's an eighth grader now. And um, we had a little chat today. I knew it wasn't going to go well. You were you called it. I was so much more optimistic than you. Charlie went. Her friends came over. We had this little small town festival. It is just a tiny little. Yeah, there was like I drove downtown to go to the gym. It was seven booths and there was nineteen a, people at the car show. Yeah, like a car show, a, a talent show. They get did get to see. But that. it does gum up the parking down there. <laughs> so. It was just a moment. Her, she's got one friend that does soccer, one does cross country, and she doesn't play a fall sport. So they they're getting ready when all that gets underway. They won't see each other except for at school. So we had everybody meet at our house so that they could walk down mm-hmm. and just walk around. So it hits me like, oh, if this one friend doesn't go, they have no access to call us or contact us. And there's no which, pay phones anymore. Uh, yeah, you know. But I'm like, uh. You know, the one kid has a dad's her dad's office down there, and mm-hmm. the other girl's mom's office, and she happened to be downtown. Yeah, but were they even there? Uh, yes. Yeah. In their office? Yes. One of them was, yeah. So anyway, I'm talking to another mom, and I'm like, uh, I'm not ready. Because we had said originally 13. Like, 13 was going to be the age we would consider the smartphone, but we have so surpassed that. We're not doing it yet. Did we? I think originally we said that to her. I thought it was 18. No, it wasn't 18. So Charlie does not have a smartphone. She has since informed me that she and another girl are the only kids in eighth grade that do not have a phone. I'm like, that's not true. That's not true. And then she's true. It's so true. (laughs) So the more she's telling this to me, like the funnier in my head it is, like that she's doing this. Okay, so back that up. So I realize she doesn't have any way to contact us. And I've always said. And, and, and that's the only reason she would need the phone part. That's it? Because they don't call each other. No, I just want her like to that. be able to like, I think if she's home here with Harlan, I would like for her to be able to dial out to 911 in case of an emergency mm-hmm. or call us. That would be important to me. We should just get a home phone then. We can. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but we've talked about, you know, there's been a... F- couple of times that I wish I could just text her or call her and be like, yo, where are you at? Or when's right. this going to be over with? Not a lot, though, because normally she calls me on somebody else's phone, and it's been perfectly fine. Granted, I'm in the habit of answering. If Charlie's not with me, I answer random phone numbers all the time. Um, So this other parent and I were like, I just, basically I need her to have like a two-way radio. You know, I just need, and I've looked. The old Nextel, the yeah, beep, yeah. beep, beep, beep. Where you at? I've looked into, there is a device that is 
basically like a recording and then I'll be like, hey, blah, 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 Charlie, I need you to be at the corner at two o'clock. And then she would get the message on her little thing. It's not a phone. It's like a little speaker. She hits a button. It says, hey. Now, I ha- I would have an app on my phone that tells me that she's trying to contact me. And I would pick Like Marco that. Polo? It's like, it's just, it's this, but it didn't have awesome reviews. And for how much it cost, I was like, I don't want to spend that. So that's what she almost got. So the conversation with this other mom started. She's like, flip phone. Just get them a flip phone. They can call. They can text. That's everything they need. And they're hard to find. Well, so Ma, I had. Can you imagine trying to teach her how to text on a flip phone? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, I'm pro at it. There was multiple times that Gary and I would have to go get the tiny phones because we broke our other phones and we couldn't get a new one for like months. And so we were living off the little tiny, tiny phones. Um, so I happen to know that they have brand new flip phones out. Um, because my mom and dad talking about no smartphones, they have not crossed over to any type of smartphone. They just now I can, my dad will text. My mom will not. Um, I can get her on Facebook. I got she has a Chromebook, so we can Facebook message her sometimes and send her pictures. But they all had to get new phones because the old three G flip phones don't work anymore. So as of like this date, and it was it was like last month, this month, like <laughs> they held the, out as long as they could. The phones wouldn't work, so they have brand new phones. And I was like, hmm. And they're like what sixty? You saw them like mm-hmm. sixty two dollars or something. So. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to present it this way. It's a trial. Like, we're going to give you this phone, let you, the responsibility of, like, hanging on to it, having it, not being inappropriate with it. You do that, we, you know, you're, okay, we'll, we'll step up to a smartphone with restrictions, still no apps, still just having the basics on it. She has an iPod, and she gets to do a lot of stuff with that iPod. Right. <laughs> but when she... Has to tell people how to contact her. Her number is Abigail Adams Thomas at gmail.com. <laughs> it's my email. Yeah. So she's so embarrassed by that. So I said, you'd have a number to give people. Like you could talk, you know. Most importantly, you would contact me. I mean, she flipped. I, I told you. She, what? Oh my God. What? What am I supposed to do? get my flip phone out. She makes this gesture with her hand and just call you. I'm like, that's, that's the idea. That's Mm -hmm. what we're going with. I was like, all right, forget it. I said, no trial run, no smartphone. Okay. And she was like, you're just ridiculous. You're so (gasps) ridiculous. And we were rolling up to her friend's house. And so she kind of like changed her tune. Frank gets in the car. I give it a solid five, six minutes. That's a Katie. (laughs) Bring it back up. Hypothetical situation. She was like, I said, if you so if you had a device at home that was, you know, had all your fun stuff on it, but like for school and emergencies, your parents gave you a flip phone. Like, how would you feel about that? She was like, Oh my god, have you been talking to my mom? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but she agreed. So they 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 are in I just got a text. They are in this mode now that like they're just going to uh, embrace their weirdness. I mean, Charlie acted like it would make her just the pariah of school if she had a flip phone. I don't know. 
See, we never had to live through that. No, so. thank Jesus we didn't have to live through that. And our original phones, we should get her a Nokia brick phone. Oh, yes. That's With just all she got, Snake. That, that charger would last forever, that charge. Yeah. Battery lasts forever. She don't need all the other stuff. I don't know. It, like, just, when, <laughs> so that was my point was, Charlie Ann, if you can't handle being the kid with a flip phone... You're going to crumble, crumble with the pressures and the shit that come with an iPhone. When you're the kid without a brand new car or, or yeah. whatever it is. Like, listen, sis, we got a long way to go. Yeah. It, How do you, you feel about driving a 2016 Chevy Impala? <laughs> Sunroof. But she, I mean, that, that whole, because the phone, it was the I'm different thing. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I hate the most about the iPhone for kids is the apps that do nothing but pressure you to be like everybody like else. everybody else. Yeah. So my whole point is to hell with that. Like you're going to have the flip phone or you'll have nothing. Like if you cannot embrace being a little weird and a little different, having parents who just don't want you to have this, I'm so sorry. I mean, we've, I, I don't want to keep her naive and stupid because God knows she's inappropriate as hell. Um, she gets that from you. <laughs> yeah, it's really real. My personality, not yours at all. Um, I don't. I, it's not that. I just want her to accept who she is and be okay with that and comfortable with that. And I know for a fact, like I'm 40 and still not 100% comfortable with who I am. Yeah. And I'm trying to force this on her way early, probably. But the world's a lot harder and meaner and crueler and social media doesn't make it any easier. Circle back to that part about like your the drive and this the legacy you want to leave and stuff. Like what? Most people's opinions don't matter to me. Yeah. I just want people to like to think like any time fondly been, of me, I guess. Like any time I've been <laughs> criticized, or especially when you have like an online presence. Sure. It's always like fuck that guy, you know. Really? You, yeah, like it never. That's good for you. Like I like whatever you're doing. Like people don't like listen to this podcast. Well, start your own podcast. <laughs> Talk about whatever you want to on your podcast. Yeah. You know. Oh, you didn't like the article that I wrote? Well, start your own website. <laughs> You know, I don't know what to tell you. You know? How do you... I need you to imprint that on Charlie, but not be a dickhead about it. That, that's, why, that's why I am the way I am. Who, who hurts you? How are you... How did you become this way? What I, I do you think, think... No, I think I was instilled with some ungodly confidence. How? I don't, my mom loved me a lot. You can ask my sister. I was the, uh, she calls golden me the, child. The golden child. So we need to love Charlie a lot. That's so we're you're doing the opposite of what you should be doing. You're supposed to be loving the shit out of her and making her super confident instead of being bickering with her all the time. But we're Ooh. so much alike. I don't care. You got to except just told for me that the part. Secret. You just told me the secret of how it happens. I don't. I mean, is that the secret? Apparently, you just said you somebody instilled a godly amount of confidence in you, so I, I, that's your no, job. No, I just had that. Like no, you said, your mom loved you a lot. No, you said, "Why did I have that?" And that's the only thing I can think. Of. Like, yeah. and and then 
like I was generally good at stuff. And so like when you're so is Charlie when though. you're that's right. So when you're you're celebrated and So celebrate the shit out of her. I, that's I think that's what we have to start doing. Well, that's gotta come from other people, not your parents. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like it's gonna come from when, us. Yeah. We love her. And I do celebrate like when like when she got her letter for swim and like I when she did good at a volleyball game and mm-hmm. it's all that girl shit that comes with all the talking she wants to do. Gosh, they came in today. So they walked around downtown just oh, like I pulled up to, on them too. Just went into stores and came back and like got to spend their own money, you know, and get their own yeah. food and stuff. Like they it just that high that, of that like, little dose of independence. Yes. Like they were the girls on Sex in a City just walking through the town, like Carrie Bradshaw. Like it was Except when I drove by Charlie shushed me away. So where were they? Like close to the house? No, no, no. They were on the corner. <laughs> like getting ready to cross, cross, like right in downtown Mount Sterling. But but I could hear Kate like, stop, give us a ride. You And you just go on? <laughs> well, Charlie shushed me away. She didn't. Oh. I probably wouldn't give him a ride anyway. Gary. Sarah, Mincy, and I used to ride our bikes to Moorhead State. Last time you seen a kid ride a bike around here. Oh my God. That's Never. all we did. That's all we did. So we would ride our bikes and just ride forever around Moorhead. And um, we would have like a general time we would come home. So what we would do is we would wait until when we knew her dad was coming home <laughs> and we would ride our bikes just far enough up Wilson before it like started to be a hill and he drove a truck and we would just like sit and wait. You are like, your dad's going to be coming by anytime now. He'd be like, Put your, put the bikes in the back, get in the back with our our bikes, and just ride up. <laughs> it was a very calculated plan because hill does not play. It's it's like a slow incline all the way home. But yeah, I mean, and I I did all of that with nary a phone. Her yeah. younger, younger than her, and I feel like such an old person saying this. We would shake the chairs for change in Aduck. To try to gather up enough like shit to go get like snacks and stuff. And was, like, ch- like we'd like dig in them like. We check the payphones, see if there's yeah, any quarters yeah, in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You just get enough to go get some crispies and a water for twenty seven cents at Long John's. <laughs> you were solid. But yeah. Fried bits. Yeah. I don't know. Like I want her to but I also want her to take on a little more responsibility for herself. Yeah, and we I failed we failed somewhere along the way because she has none of that. I don't know. Being an only child, I don't know what. That's all I can attribute. Can't use that excuse now. I mean, true. And 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 today was kind of a reward. I told her this would be her reward for she spent multiple days watching Harlan. You know, the last of her summer, uh, cooped up with him and and dealing with him and. I wanted to make sure she had time with her friends and stuff. Because there was a couple of days that people had invited her over. And I'm like, uh, sorry, mm. child labor. She has to stay home and watch her brother. But So after last week's podcast. Yep. During the podcast, you got a call from dear old Micah. Surprised she hasn't called yet. You didn't answer it. But you answered it afterwards. And somehow. I don't even know why she called. I don't know either. But I don't know how it even got on the topic that. You know, I'm doing 75 hard. 
and it started with screen time. It started with screen time. Yeah. And so the decision was made, we're going to limit our screen time. And then to add to that, we're, they, they came up with this accountability group, me and Matt. Okay. So Matt was 0% in on 0% interested. But and, I think he's he's in it now. Oh, he's yeah. kicking all of our asses, I think. I won't say that. I mean, he's... He's not reading he's any books. <laughs> that was, was one thing he was adamant. I'm not reading. So we developed... It. First of all, we were talking about, like, how much screen time we use. So we just each... We put time limits on our social, like our mm-hmm. top socials. And so for I have time limits on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook was my number one social. I have Facebook, Instagram... And YouTube. Um, what is astronomical for me is text messaging, and yeah, still that's one yeah. of my biggest. And it was it went up. My screen week. time's like twenty down twenty five percent. Yeah, my screen uh, my screen time's down, but my text messaging pickups are yeah. up, and it's it has to correlate with my text messages. But last week we were in PD, so a lot of text messaging going on while we're supposed to be paying attention, and new people texting. Like it's it, I could tell it was up a lot. Um, so we've done this for a week. We so our Gary's doing his normal seventy five yeah. hard with the addition of screen time. Or are you doing screen time? Yeah, I'm doing screen time. Okay, and but you, everybody was they're like I'm at work eight hours a day in front of a computer, so I can yeah forego yeah your your but, phone screen. Time. So what was your number one for screen time? What was your number one app? Uh. My number one is messaging or messenger, and that's you in the summer. Then after that, it's messages, and then it goes to Facebook. When it comes to like social media, what oh, was okay. it? Facebook. Yeah. And then it was um, TikTok. Yeah. And then Instagram. Yeah. So mine, by a long shot, oh, yeah, was YouTube. Crazy. Because that's, I mean, I've still not like embraced watching new shows or the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't come home and just turn the TV on and watch TV. Well, like, I feel looked, like the TV's reserved for Harlan. Like I've not changed my um, welcome back slide for two years because I really didn't use it last year. And one of my likes was Netflix binging because that's what we used to do is you and I used to find a show and watch it. Yeah. And I was like, I've not. I told the kids, I'm like, I don't know why that's up there. I have not Netflix binged in a really long time. Yeah. And I blamed it on The Office being off of Netflix. And they were like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, like, it, uh, it through my fandoms, I've got, like, the theme park stuff. I've got the video patience. game stuff. I noticed today I don't have patience to watch a YouTube video. I really? Need, I don't. I needed to learn how to I don't to have do. patience to watch a a new show. I needed to learn how to do a pin lay row, and I was pissed that they were three and a half minutes long. I was like, it cannot take that long to describe this to me. Just te- just show me. <laughs> and that annoyed me, because in a TikTok, you can get it done in like 30 seconds to 60 seconds. Yeah. And I could replay it instantly if I missed anything. So that's bad. That's not a good thing. So I really mm-hmm. don't. So we cut down screen time. Okay, so that was one. Um, 64 ounces of water. 64 ounces of water a day. Um, Which my minimum. kidneys scream. Oh my God. I peed so much the other day. Um, we you got to think. I, I, so I will not 
my motivation for the water is that, you know, I have to drink a gallon every day is I don't drink anything but water until I'm done with that. Yeah. So you got to get that done. So I got to get it done. So, cause I'm fiending for caffeine. Well, I saw a doctor say, or a, a fitness health person say, before you get your coffee, you need to drink a bottle of water first. Yeah. Or like what a uh, 16 ounces of water. Um, and so I'm hit and miss on coffee. Like, eh. I, I've been doing the iced coffees mixed with my protein in the mornings right now. Yeah. My favorite. But so, so the tracking, 64 ounces 64 of water. 64 ounces of water, tracking our screen time or limiting our screen time. We're all on my fitness pal putting our food in. Yeah. You have to track your food, whatever that looks like. We didn't set a specific yeah. thing, which mine's a shit show right now. I don't want to talk about it. I am getting my protein and fiber in, though, and that's difficult, but I'm doing it. We've got, we got to send a selfie. We send a selfie to our little small group every day. I don't know why we're doing that. I think it's just because you did that. Because yeah, I'm doing it anyway. I think that's it. Oh, a 45-minute workout five days a week. Yeah, I do that twice a day. That is killing me right now. Because it was a hard week last week, and I think I'm gonna have to work out in the mornings. So when I do it at work, this last week's been so hot. Yeah, and like the people I work with are in way better shape than me, <laughs> and like generally have kept Story themselves in, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I've I keep up with them, but I'm just drained. Yeah. Like we walked the other day and then waited and then we went to the gym and I was so tired. Like I was, I would have called an Uber to come get me to take me back to the office. Did you have to walk back? Yeah. Oh. I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> but you're doing it. Yeah. I was. And it's funny because if, after being. Like being forty years old, and probably every year or so, you know, like I have my fair share of time researching, figuring out how to work out, what works for me, what I want to do, what my goals are, things like that. To to work with somebody that had has no idea, always like, fascinates me. Like had never played sports, had never done anything. You know what I mean? Like doesn't didn't know didn't know where to start. And I'm like, just go to YouTube. What I, and I realize, saying that, you at least have to have an idea of what you're looking for right. when you go to YouTube. There's no way. That is so overwhelming because even in lifting weights, I spent a ton of time when I first started trying to understand the people's theories on the cardio strength balance. Oh, my God. You could spend days yeah. researching that. So that, I guess that's true. Saying go to YouTube is one thing, but that is just like telling some, that is just a tidal wave of information coming at you that you need to know. Maybe I should be a personal trainer. Babe, I'm telling you, I I told you this, you have put in the time and research to this, that like doing something within health and fitness, I think would be beneficial. Because I'm a beacon for health and fitness. But, (laughs) (laughs) with that being said, like you, Talk about your little niche areas. Like you could definitely speak to people who are like, who have struggled yeah. with this, and you could have a, a an idea of that beacon of health and fitness. I just have to overcome my own, get out of my own way. Yeah. Whatever people say. Throw me to the wolves. I'll come back leading the pack. Or 
Is that a thing? I don't know. I feel like it's a Facebook inspirational quote. <laughs> so, like, it is nice to have accountability. Because yeah, because Matt Stokes called me. I was asleep. Well, the night before, on Wednesday, I, I mean, when I'm, like, going back to school is exhausting. Where I'm doing 12-hour days. And my I remember issue, my first part-time job. I'm going to kill you. So I will spend most of the day like putting out these fires at work, like like handling things, like really fragmented. Like I'll start doing this, and then this gets interrupted, and somebody calls, and I'm somebody comes in, and I'm helping them. the mental load I have right now. I I likened it. I told a friend who's an, a mom, and I was like, at work right now, I feel like I have that mental load of being the mom who knows where everything is at the house, and it's like, and she's trying to remember all the appointments and where people mm-hmm. need to be. And I'm doing that, literally doing that as a mom at home and then coming to work. It's like, what do we do if this, who does this, where can I find this? And it's nonstop, those types of questions. So I'm doing that during the day that I just have to leave and then come back when nobody's there Yeah. to get anything done. So I'm pulling really, really long days. So Wednesday, the night before school, it's like I had to tell myself if I didn't work out that day, I had to work out Thursday, Friday, Saturday because to hit my five days because I skipped Tuesday or something because mm-hmm. um, we had something really, really late. So anyway, long well, story short, yeah. I get my, because Micah's been texting, everybody's texting like, where's your workout? You haven't picked your my fitness pad yet. So I got my ass up. Stopped what I was doing, put on a 45-minute deep stretch yoga with Got that yoga action in. I do not have deep stretch ability, but it was such a hard yoga thing, and it felt really, really good to do it. And I was like, oh, I mean, finished with like 10 minutes to spare. Cut to Friday night. Gary goes to work out. Harlan was like, here's the hard thing. I come home from work, and I am dead dead harlan is like he's napped that little shit is like next level he does that for everybody but us yes like every babysitter he's ever had he sleeps <laughs> he's like i'm just gonna go take a nap yeah so, to be fair though thursday oh that shithead we all you included kind of yeah. yeah. got up at like four o'clock in the morning yeah I was going to get up and finish because I did my yoga. I was going to finish. I had some things I really, really wanted to get done before I went to school. And like my brain could not stop thinking. And I knew that I had to get this stuff done so I could settle down. That old turd head got up with us. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted to watch TV and just eat his cheese pups. Cheese pups. Cheese pups. So he's been wild and crazy. So I worked out Friday night at... I mean, I fell asleep on the couch with him. Mm-hmm. Gary came in. My alarm. I don't know why I woke up, but I woke up. But I was like, put my shoes on. And I went and did an elliptical workout. Tim Grover, the book I'm reading right now, is called Relentless. Uh-huh. And he says, the, if possible, the first thing you should do is what is the thing that you don't want to do the most. Yeah. And then everything else gets easier. I would much rather work out in the mornings. Mm-hmm. I... I have a plan and a strategy for that. We we'll do it. But you work out in the morning sometimes. Once a week. Okay. Well, I'll take over the morning times. 
I got this. You got this. Because I sleep in my clothes and just put my shoes on and go. And then I start moving before a body. Before you realize it. Yeah. And I'm a much happier person. So, yeah. We've been accountable to each other. It's been great. Yeah. It's been fun. We got to, I guess we're doing it for 75 days too. I thought we were doing it until Thanksgiving. I don't know how many days is what. That's like 90 days. Oh, hell. We have to rethink this. This lifestyle. Don't shit. We'll see. We'll see about that. I got to clean up my diet, though, if this is even going to (laughs) work. So we we reached out to our tremendous friends again. And the suggestion for our closing out topic this week. Best sports movies. So I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes talking about the Mighty Ducks. Listen, most sports movies, I'm not a... Tell me you didn't love the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. All right, so my picks would be the Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. one and two, Um, for sure. Space Jam. <laughs> I mean, I believe I can... Like, that song plays. Yeah, I... I saw it in the I, theater. I didn't see it until we watched it here oh a couple gosh. months ago. It doesn't hold up well. I, I wouldn't know. Um, I've not seen it since then. Um, Space Jam, Above the Rim. Does that count as a sports movie? Uh, yeah. Great soundtrack. And Love and Basketball. Okay. Gosh, but what about Rudy? Damn it. See, I'm not a huge fan of Rudy. Oh, I like that one, though. In addition to Rudy, reminds me of Rudy. Um, Wahlberg's in it. Invincible. Invincible. That's one of mine, yeah. Shit, that's a good one. It's a good one. Remember the Titans? It's another good one. Oh, Keep like, going. I like football movies. Um, Blindside. <laughs> I didn't no. like Blindside. You didn't like it? Friday Night Lights. God, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't want your life. That's varsity blues. Damn it. <laughs> Wait, Friday Night Lights? Mm-hmm. I think, I don't think I know that one. Yeah, it was a movie, then they made a show about it. I've never watched the show. Oh, varsity blues is probably my favorite then. Really? Maybe. I really like it. All right, so. Dan. The program. Oh, shit. Yeah, the program. I want to watch that right now. Really? I've not seen that in a hundred years. Uh, some great trash talking lines in there. Yes. What's the line from there that you always say? Mm. Sort them out. Put the women and children in bed, bed and let's go looking for some dinner. Not that one. There's something about something and then you sort them out later. But I don't know. Maybe that's not from that. All right, keep going. Um, Blue chips. Damn it. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. Rocky. Yeah. I, I There are some people that like fan hard over Rocky. I think. Listen, if you don't, if the hair doesn't stand up yeah. on your body in Rocky Four, yeah, you're not American. <laughs> it does. I just feel like I was, like we watched him so much as kids and I'm like, again, Rocky, again. <laughs> I made Charlie watch Rocky Four. Did she, she like it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good. Um, 
Friday Night Lights. Varsity Blues is a good one. I love it. Um, Miracle. Oh. It's a good one. Invincible. I forgot about Miracle. So our friends are into baseball. And this was inspired because they just did played a major league game in Iowa at the Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. which I'm going to mm-hmm. on my birthday. But not to celebrate you. You're celebrating Seth. It's going to celebrate me. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, but so they did this big thing. Like Kevin Costner came out from the corn. Yeah, I saw a lot of people tweeting about it. I was like, "What's yeah. going on with the Field of Dreams?" And, so, and like, there's huge. Like they were hitting home runs, and like they would. They would just pan out to the court. Like, you know, they made a thing of it. It was pretty cool. Um, but, uh, like, I can't think of any Bad News Bears. Oh, that's, a good one. that's a good one. Yeah. So, I don't think I've seen Field of Dreams. I'm going to be 100% honest. I have, but it didn't, like, didn't resonate with me because I didn't play baseball. And I'm not yeah. a fan of baseball. Yeah. And I'm not, like, normally I poop on things I don't like <laughs> but I mean shocked baseball is just not my thing soccer is not my thing uh, Stokes had cool runnings oh that's good it's pretty good forgot about that one um yeah I can't think of any I'm blanking so you keep saying oh 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 mm. pistol Pete it's a good one that's a great one love that one I, I have a list of the top 30. Would you count Basketball Diaries as a sports movie? No. That's mm-hmm. the movie that Ethan Suplee said made me try heroin. Really? Mm-hmm. Love that movie. So there's a lot. And this one includes like documentaries, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't include in my list. But this is the top 10 sports movies of all times as. I would not include documentaries. That's a documentary. Yeah. Number 10. Okay. Friday Night Lights. Okay. 2004. Number nine, Senna. Huh. Um, it's about Brazil's Atron Senna and how he became a national hero and the photogenic face for the Formula One circuit in the 1980s and 90s before an accident that ended his life. Oh. Hmm. When We Were Kings. That's a documentary about... Um, the Thriller in Manila. Okay. With Muhammad Ali. Slapshot. I've not seen Ali. Um, 1977. It's a hockey movie. Uh, Bull Durham. There's a baseball movie oh, for you. I think I With mix, Kevin Costner. I think I mix up Bull Durham and Field of Dreams in my head. Did yeah. they come out around the same time? Um, yeah, in the 80s. Number five. Caddyshack. <laughs> it's all right. So would you count Happy Gilmore as a sports movie? Because if that's the case, it's in my yeah. Talk. I guess you'd have to. This is now. These are the okay. It's according to Rolling Stone, very okay. prestigious magazine. Very prestigious. That yes. you can't even buy anymore. You can't. Yeah, I guess you probably. Can. I think you Who can buy magazines though. Uh, number four, Robert De Niro's Raging Bull. Okay. Which is about boxing. Uh, That's recent, right? Yeah, pretty recent. 1980. Oh. <laughs> what am I thinking of a boxing movie that's recent? You're thinking of Creed. Maybe. Southpaw? 
Jake Gyllenhaal? I don't know. Number three. Maybe I'll stop thinking. I'll keep going. The Bad News Bears. Yes. The new one or the old one? 1976. Okay. Keep it real. Walter Matthau. Number two. <clears throat> Rocky. Okay. 1976 as well. And the number one sports movie of all times, which I've seen this multiple times, and it's a documentary, Hoop Dreams. Oh, forever Hoop Dreams. Yes. Dang, I've not seen that. In a, you've seen it multiple times? Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you the last time I saw that. I remember renting it. Like, that's it came out in 1994. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Some honorable mentions. Let's scroll through here to give some honorable mentions. What's the last one? I like what's number 30? Yeah. Number 30 is No No, a documentary. I don't know any about Doc Ellis. Don't don't care about any of the documentaries. Doc Ellis is most famous for claiming that he once pitched a no hitter while tripping on LSD. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, 10 cup. Whoa. I am so disappointed in myself. Yeah. Yeah. Holy hell. A league of their own. It's like one of my favorite movies. There you go. Um, Chariots of Fire. Mm. Uh, Rudy's clocks in at number 26. Blue Chips is number 25. Any of my, any, any given Sunday. Damn it. Remember that uh, Bend it like Beckham. I was going to say that earlier, but I've never seen I've it. I've never seen it either. There was one, something about the ladybugs and a really popular nineties kid actor and Rodney Dangerfield was in this and it was a soccer movie and the kid is a boy, but he pretended to be a girl to join the soccer team and yeah. to help him, do you, you vaguely remember this? Yeah. Probably not. If we can't remember the name. It probably wasn't that good. The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke. That was a weird movie. I didn't see it. Um, what's in the t- out of the top ten? Uh, Murderball. Got nothing. That's about the. Uh, is that a documentary? It is. It's about like. Uh, Murder ball rugby. Wheelchair rugby. Hoosiers. Um, and just out of the top 10, coming in at number 11, White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> I remember so, that one. There you have it. I hope that I hope that answered all your questions, Seth Wesley. So what's the top? What do you think the top is? What's your fave? Uh, that I could watch over and over and over again. Yeah. Probably the program. I remember all these football movies. They are my favorites. Yeah. Any given Sunday was okay. It was okay. I didn't, I wouldn't watch it over and over again. Um, radio. I loved radio. It was less sportsy. I don't know. A little sportsy. So there you have it. And with that, we come to the end of this session. <laughs> we hope you got something out of it. If you did, share it. Share it. Like it. Also, like nobody told us what? why they listen. Oh. So maybe someone will tell us why they listen this week that we don't know. What's your why? What's your why? <laughs> How's your week? How's your routine? Has it changed? Is school changing it? 
could you care less about school? Oh, we got a topic to push back to the next time. What was it? Showering. Bathing. Let's just. What? Yeah, let's push it back because we could go. All I got about a lot that. to say about this. So I don't we'll see if any other celebrities come out and say they don't take a shower. There's been several. There's been several. It's a thing now. You know who shut it all down? Who? The Rock. Showers twice a day, every day. He would, but he works out probably 32 times a That's day. That's what he says. Yeah. Um, um, but you, never mind. I'll talk about that next week. Uh, well, let's bring that back up. Okay, we'll write down The Rock. The Rock and how we're him and I are very similar. You are totally different. Can you even make your eyes do that? No. I can. It's not of intelligence, I think. What are you doing over there? I'm bringing something up. Oh, no. Are you smelling what the rock is cooking? If you smell. Do you ever miss wrestling? So, sometimes I go down these rabbit holes of wrestling videos on Facebook, like old wrestling stuff. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, like uh, the genre that we watched and came up with. Mm-hmm. I miss that. But in general, no. Like the new stuff. Like I've not. Like I've never seen John Cena wrestle. No. I miss what I miss. Like you said, that nostalgia of what we used to watch. I miss what we did in high school and gathered and. See, that's another interesting thing about you. What's that? Like just your little wrestling yeah. times and stuff. We, when we were going through our stuff, we found a picture when we went to yeah. the Carl Parking Center. Yeah. You're interesting. <sighs> Give yourself some credit. I was trying to find a song. No. Why don't we, we can wrap it up and then we can find a song after. Well, I was going to like close out to it. Oh. Talk over it. Oh, well, I mean, you're not prepared. So do you just want me to keep talking about things? Tell us all the things. I've got so much to talk about. Well, I was trying to find the hero song by the Wallflowers. I had Charlie listen to that the other day in the car. Um, she is still still significantly upset that we did not name her Josephine. She has brought it up again, so I know that it bothers her. She said she's going to change her name when she turns 18. I was like, you have a perfectly fine name Yeah, that like, fits you. Like, it's, I don't know. Why would she want to change her name? Because she wants jo- Josephine so she can have a song that matches her name. I'm like, I could. I said, you got a restaurant. Oh, Charlie's. Like, that's pretty fun. So, don't be so hateful. Um, But the Wallflowers have a new album. I've not listened to all of it yet. I've been mostly trying to catch up on all my podcasts. When I'm at school, listening to music and stuff. But I didn't know Adam likes the Wallflowers. I was pumped. Uh, Who else did I hear mention the Wallflowers the other day? Um, Oh, they were talking about the, it was Bert and um, Whitney Cummings. And they were talking about the concert that you would, if you could get anybody, you, you could go to a concert for anybody. You could bring anybody back. What's the concert that you would listen to? If you could bring anybody back for yes. a concert, I don't and, know. And like the, it would be your, it'd be the only concert that you get to go to, and like you get to pick the set list and stuff. And she had mentioned the Wallflowers, and I was so pumped about that. But uh, there's so many out there. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could commit to that. But David Grohl mentioned Led Zeppelin. I was like, if you could bring people back, 
I would definitely do a Led Zeppelin concert. Be very down for that. I just don't like, you know how some bands pro- like sound different. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, I don't know, maybe they would sound better. Like Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed when we saw Mumford live. I've seen Mumford live twice. Yeah, they were better live yeah. than they were. Yeah. At least because Tyler, I didn't Tyler really. Childers was good live. Like, they were super good when they were live. I don't, I don't know if I've been to a concert that, like, I disliked. Right. Or didn't like. Um, I'd like to go to more. I hope we get to go to more concerts. Mm-hmm. Me too. Jason Isbell's touring right now. Kind of. That one thing's happening. When's Railbird? Uh, like there, it's almost sold out. Is it really? Yeah. Dang it! It's outdoors. Did you find it? I love this song. As fast as we came in, we go out. What? <laughs> I don't know. We went long, like almost an hour and a half. Thanks for staying with us. If you did, especially here at the end, when we're just. This one's, again, for Jason Ellis. I don't know why we humor him. Hey, he participates. You participate. We please people. That's right. I love you. I love you. Until next week. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.